welcome to the Reclaim Your Truth podcast. My name is Kimberly Moriarty. I'm a coach and this podcast is all about personal development and getting in alignment with your true self. The self that knows you have within you all you need to create a life that you love. Hello my lovelies and welcome to the ninth episode of the Reclaim Your Truth podcast. i just like to start by acknowledging that we're now in a new year. So happy new year to you. Um, I know the past two years have been challenging for a lot of us, um, especially due to this global pandemic we still find ourselves in. Um, but for me personally, uh, the past two years have actually offered me a tremendous amount of growth. And I've been able to realise my dream of starting my own coaching business and also my other dream of becoming a mum. So I'm super excited about what 2022 has um, yet to unfold for me. Um, but this week, I wanted to share an insight I had uh, during a coaching session with my own coach. And most of these episodes are going to be based around insights I've had with my coach or, or insights my clients have had while coaching with me. Um, so anyway, my coach said to me, we seek to recreate our lives over and over. Or in other words, what we believe to be true, we will look to replicate. So this kind of means the core belief we have we will apply it to any given situation in our lives so this will show up in our thinking and I'm going to give you a few examples of this just so hopefully it will make it a bit clearer to you so bear with me um but when he said this it really really resonated with me because I could actually see where it was showing up in my life and how I'd been doing this recently um and it just kind of gave me an understanding of just how 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 we work um so anyway someone very close to me had a parent pass away just before Christmas and I found myself getting really really upset about the fact that she hadn't reached out to me for support and wasn't really communicating with me much about the situation I kind of felt like I should have been the first person you know that she she needed uh, for that support so it felt really painful um for me And I felt like this pain was familiar because I'd actually felt it before. And I was speaking to a friend about, you know, how I was feeling. Um, And I realised that I was actually making this whole situation about me. And, you know, how I was feeling with little little to no regard to, you know, what the situation was actually like for her. Um, And when I start to feel strong emotions, I've gotten into this habit now of asking myself... What does this tell me about how I see the world? Or what does this tell me about how I see my world? Because our behaviours are just a byproduct of how we view our world. For example, I mentioned in episode 7 that I've had a lot of issues around abandonment and feeling lonely, which has stemmed from my you know, instability in my childhood and being in foster care. So some of my programming... Or some of how I view the world is that the world is a lonely place. I'm alone and people will abandon me. Um, So in regards to the situation, when I started to feel uh, this pain and, you know, this wasn't straight away. This was, you know, maybe a couple of days of feeling like this. I, I asked myself, you know, what do these feelings tell me about how I see the world or how I see my world? And I realized that the pain I was feeling was actually the same pain I felt as a child. You know, these feelings were actually feeling, they were feeding into my abandonment story. 
um, in the sense that it was just reinforcing this narrative I have that I'm alone. And it really blew my mind um, during this coaching session, just seeing how this underlying belief still shows up in my life. Because I always thought I was only experiencing it in romantic relationships, you know, that my partner might abandon me, you know, and just feeling lonely. And I actually thought I dealt with this. But it was now coming at me from a different angle, you know, it's a repeat offender. Um, it's what my coach calls a pig in a frock. You know, it's the same pig, it's just dressed differently. But this is the programming. I am alone, people abandon me. Now, I like to think of it like this because it makes a bit more sense to me. So if we think of the mind like a computer, right, with this programming running in the background, and the programming is different for everybody, and you might have a few different programs running in the background, but whatever information we now put into this computer, and the information being these different situations, it is now interpreted with this programming. So this belief I'm lonely or people always abandon me is what I look to recreate in my life. And I'd done this with this situation. This belief was leading me to like view it through my loneliness lens. You know, I translated her lack of communication with me to mean that she didn't care about me and that I was being excluded from what was happening for her. And being unable to console her the way I wanted meant that I was alone and I was being abandoned. So this belief created thoughts that made me feel really sad because they were telling me that I was alone in this situation and you know it made me cry and the pain was just so familiar that I continued to think these thoughts until I had some awareness of what was happening and I was able to get off the the thought to feeling roundabout if you if you want to think of it that way so this was just me reliving old painful memories in my current situation or bringing the past into the present because the system will always you know, look to the past as a point of reference. Um, so for me, a reenactment, if you will, of past experience. So I'm going to give you another example because I now see how this is showing up all over my life. So in episode eight, I mentioned that I'd moved back to New Zealand, right, from the UK um, to spend my maternity leave here. So I'm actually currently living with my mum and I'd come back to, you know, have her around to help me and also just for the wider support of my family. Um, but when I first had my baby, you know, my mum would actually leave me home by myself a lot. She would go out for the whole day. Sometimes she would stay overnight somewhere else. And it just made me feel really lonely, like really let down. Like I was just like, I've come all this way for your help and you're just not here. And I started having these thoughts about how she was abandoning me again like she did in my childhood. And these thoughts, they brought up a lot of pain for me. You know, these thoughts created the feeling and the feelings were painful. So I felt really, really alone. And I remember back, like in the beginning, I would sit in my room, you know, the curtains drawn because I had to keep the room dark for my baby to sleep. But, you know, I'd be breastfeeding just crying and yeah like I said just feeling a lot of pain and after um, my hormones started to settle a bit uh, probably like three four weeks post having my baby I realized that 
Actually, if I just asked my mum to help me, that she was more than happy to stay at home and do so. And it led me to also see uh, that the behaviour I was kind of exhibiting towards her since I'd returned home was not very loving. Um, I wasn't being my usual self towards her. And, you know, I was, I mean, I put this down to just the tremendous amount of change I was kind of going through at the time. But um, my thoughts were influencing my behaviour, which led her to think that it was just best to give me space. So again, my interpretation of the situation was recreating this programming, this core belief that I'm alone and people abandon me. So that's just a few examples of how this programming or how these painful memories are shaping my current experience or how they can show up in my current experience and how I'm just recreating my life, you know, my beliefs over and over. Now, what I kind of come, have come to understand is that the pain stops when the thinking around the pain changes. And this is not just true for painful memories or painful programming. This is just my example. And part of this realising is that the past is nothing but a memory. You know, it's only kept alive by your thinking about it. So this just requires awareness to recognise when this pattern plays out. Uh or when you know your thoughts start to recreate underlying beliefs, because when you are able to take the energy out of the thoughts, it becomes easier to let them go. So I would encourage you to make this a practice when you notice yourself getting caught up in your feelings, because your feelings are always a result of the thoughts you are having, okay? We are always just feeling our thinking. So ask yourself, what do these thoughts tell me about how I see the world? Or what do my feelings tell me about how I see my world? And just keep digging away until you identify what that underlying belief is, what your programming is, because once you can become aware of it, and once you can bring it to the surface, it's just a lot easier to identify identify it when it does arise. You know, you can see how it plays out in your world, how your thinking is influenced by this programming. Because if we're always just feeling our thinking and our thinking is shaped by our beliefs or by the programming, then it's much easier to separate yourself from them and let them go. So I guess the question for you is where are you recreating your life over and over? I'm going to leave you with that, but I'm really interested just to see what you got from this episode, how you're hearing it. Uh, You can DM me on Instagram at Reclaim Your Truth or on Facebook at Kimberly Moriarty. And if you'd like to explore this more, let me know. You know, I'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you. So wishing you nothing but love. Till next time.